0: I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you.
1: The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T973, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: Hi there, how you going? Happy Thursday, it's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and DoubleT97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We will have Red Raider football with Joe McGuire coming up at that time. Here on Double T 97.3, we will uh, join the Rangers game in progress following the conclusion of Red Raider football with Joey McGuire. Essentially, you won't miss anything, just the pregame show. First pitch is at uh, 7.03 p.m. Central Time. We'll have pregame coverage for you on 100.7 The Score. Uh, it will be Astros slanted pregame coverage. It's the Astros broadcast. Uh, but if you're really hanking for some, uh, some baseball talk, uh, it's on 100.7 The Score tonight at 6.30. And then uh, both the Rangers and Astros broadcasts. Of the actual game, game four will start at seven. How about Josh Young? Yeah,
3: he uh, he looked like the guy we know and love, pumping a ball out to right center, breaking ball and then slamming that thing to dead central. That looked like kind of the gap to gap guy that we saw when he was here, and he was but he was the only thing really. I mean, he was the highlight for the Rangers last night. But he was the uh, he was buzzing around the bases. When he hit the second home run, I remember thinking, you know, at his last two at-bats at Texas Tech, or at least in our ballpark, in the Super Regional in Game 3, he hit two home runs, like, at critical times. And I was thinking, you know, I've seen him hit two home runs in a game before, and he's probably done it in the big league. In fact, I think he has against the Diamondbacks. In fact, I think it was against the Diamondbacks starter today. But – just you know, that that's what I was thinking about. I was thinking he looked he looked every bit like the the guy that we had here in terms of just the the style of those home runs he hit. But your your boys put it on him last night, and and uh, that that casts a bit of a doubt. I don't necessarily know that it puts a doubt on the series or not. I mean, who knows? Uh, Houston's by no means done, but you know, as as we progress farther into. Maybe this Astros series, but certainly were the Rangers to get to the World Series, that, that game three and game four thing. Basically, everyone not named, every starter not named Nivaldi or Montgomery is, is probably a bit of a concern. Heaney's going tonight for them versus Archite, Ur- and that'll be uh, of paramount importance for the Rangers.
2: In uh, eight postseason games, uh, Young leads the team in batting average. He leads the team in home runs, um, with three. He is second uh, in RBI, behind Mitch Garver, eight to seven. Uh, Garcia is tied with him at seven, and uh, you know he's fourth in OBP. He leads the team in hits. Not bad for his first full season. Yeah. As a big league. absolutely,
3: and and AD that those you're talking about leading a team offensively. That's a, that's a team that's been pretty good offensively, and he's leading. You know, like he, it's not like well, they nobody's hitting, and so he's leading them in this or that category. He's like, not some oasis in the Sahara, right? Yeah, he's been uh, he's been swinging it, and uh, you know he's he's sort of the talk of the town at least coming out of that game last night. And uh, if you, if you're not talking about Big Jordan, my goodness. That's a good player.
0: I also, think it's like for all of the reasons you stated, extra impressive. But then add in a little bit of he didn't have just a bunch of time to ramp back up from injury, right? With live pitching and put him into the postseason mix. I mean, just a whole sweet little pot of awesome from Josh Young.
3: You bet. You you are one hundred percent right on there, and that's a that's a great thing. Great thing for him. You know, no no surprise that. If somebody was gonna stay prepared in whatever way, it, that it would be him, and uh, you know, hopefully he's got, hopefully they're, you know, he's he's got a bunch more in him. Hopefully they got a bunch more games in them. Yeah, this this one tonight feels big.
2: Tonight is Game Four. Uh, the Astros win last night, guaranteed a Game Five. Uh, that will be tomorrow. Uh, we will have that coverage for you at three thirty on sunny 97.7 so that'll be going on during our show um so you won't be here you're gonna be on the road that was already scheduled yep. years in advance yep uh but i'll be uh, listening i'll be in here with chuck tomorrow and brennan. gotta be honest with you and brennan uh i'm gonna be watching the game so <laughs> probably you not get here? chuck and brennan in here then you can watch the game yeah Probably won't be just like the most insightful conversation, but you know what? Why start now? Like it's that's a good. point. It's Going to be kind of situation yeah. normal. Just find
0: some of like Chuck's triggers and then say them right at the at the start of a segment. And then right? Can yeah. Check Jay out.
2: Hines, uh, <laughs> really only one shooter, right? With J. F. K. Yeah. I mean, it's just the the story uh, that's told is kind of what happened. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Um. Wabash Cannonball. Yeah. How about that Wabash Cannonball? Great tune. I didn't really have a. Uh, sincere appreciation for it until this past weekend. Ask him about Wichita State. I was going to say Wichita State basketball. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, really, just say Wichita State. How do you feel about pooch kicks, Heinz? <laughs> Spring football leagues from a professional standpoint? Yeah,
3: hey, I'm kind of with him there. I have in my hand here, and this is evergreen. This can wait till Monday or whatever. Actually, the voting, yeah, it can could, it could wait. But I have in my hand here, you can go, uh, to the National Toy Hall of Fame website and vote for the the finalists, the Forgotten Five. It's actually kind of a special category. okay?
2: So like the Veterans Committee.
3: Yeah, a little bit. yeah. So whenever you're ready.
2: I think we'll do that next segment. Yeah, (laughs) I was diving right in, right? Not not saving it till Monday. Not saving it till 4 o'clock. We are like... Josh Young with three postseason home runs. Is he the Red Raider all-time MLB playoff leader in home runs? Gotta be.
3: Gotta be. Happy birthday today to Josh Tomlin. By the way, speaking of uh, Red Raider big leaguers, who had a nice career, by the way. Uh, and Josh Tomlin would probably be the pitcher, former Texas Tech, Tech pitcher, who's got the most m- postseason mound right. numbers because he he was pitching for those good Braves teams. Uh, I, it gotta be Ad. He might be the only one to ever hit a home run in in postseason baseball. Have to think about that. It's not bad. Yeah, because i like Ginner had a good run, but I don't think he played on postseason teams and Dylan. and yeah, I'd have to, I don't think Josh Bard ever did just rattling through the list top of my head. I could be, could be wrong, but I would think his three home runs probably pushes Vaulted him, him past. the top. Yeah, exactly. We'd
2: love to hear your thoughts and your comments today on the EH Flooring Center chat line. You can access that at double T 97 three dot com more tech talk next
1: It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3 presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until six o'clock. We'll have Red Raider football with Joey McGuire coming up at that time. Uh, and then we will uh, transition immediately from that game to the Rangers broadcast of Game 4 of the ALCS Rangers leading that series two games to one. Uh, Astros getting on the board yesterday uh, with its their first victory in this championship series. Um, they'll play a Game 5. Uh, that will be tonight. I'm sorry, a Game 4 tonight, a Game 5 tomorrow. Excuse me. Um, we'll have that during our show. Uh, oh. Actually, um, it'll be broadcast on Sunday, 97.7, and uh, Chuck Hines will begin here with us. And you said that he sent in already a list of kind of (laughs) conversation starters that I could just kind of pitch to him and then watch an inning or two before he kind of runs out of steam.
0: Yeah, he said uh, Nelson Cruz, uh, playing to be in the team photo, uh, is top of the list. also had O.J.'s son was the killer okay we also mentioned uh, jfk oh uh and then one we should have thrown out is chili and how the weather coincides with that if it is or is not you know too hot for chili so he's giving you four plus the ones that we've already discussed okay you just need like five more and you have like what all 12 segments
2: i'm getting close yeah i'm getting close um <laughs> Gus, you said that you have some some news from the National Toy Museum. Is that right? Yeah. You can go vote. Is National. it breaking? Mm, no, no. No, 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 I wouldn't. probably
3: not breaking now. But, uh, yeah, I get these kind of Hall of Fame emails and stuff. Uh,
2: is there, like, a camaraderie between the Hall of Fames? Um, I would say on
3: the sports side there is. It's There's an organization called ISHA, International Sports Heritage Association. And uh, – College Baseball Foundation had a representative there uh, about three weeks ago in Daytona. It was hosted at the uh, because a lot of places like a a venue like that or the Kentucky Derby will have a Kentucky Derby Museum Hall of Fame type thing, you know, like on the grounds. And Daytona has that, and so uh, yeah, the and that that convention usually has I don't know fifty people attend. It's not a huge thing by any. so, and so, so it's tight knit. I went for about four years in a row and got to be buddies with the New England Patriots Hall of Fame guy, and which is great because you're trying to like bounce ideas off somebody, you can go build a little bit of a, you know, a network. But yeah, um, uh, and and I'm sure, yeah. I'm so that's I think that's a safe answer. I've I've usually uh, talked with the guy down at Texas Sports Hall of Fame in Waco as well. All right, the f- for the five forgot. Let me try this again. The forgotten five toys. You're you can, a bleeping bleeper. You got that right. <laughs> the, uh, the forgotten five toys that you can vote for until what you can vote once per day mm-hmm. until Tuesday. Uh, number one, the Fisher Price corn popper. Now, that was a little deal you pushed, pushed around. Yeah. And started, in, it was uh, introduced in 1957. And I had one of these. I it's too. like a little, little, little kid, like a little toddler kind of toy, two, three year old type thing. You pushed it, and it just popped. You know, popped balls around inside this little clear plastic dome. So that's that's one. Uh, My Little Pony, introduced in the '80s, reintroduced in 2003. Uh, a line of mini horses, kind of uh, doll play type thing. I don't, I don't that Are was you familiar after with... After my time. Are you familiar with bronies, Gus? No, I'm not. It, it, peaked, it peaked in popularity between 82 and 93 and outsold Barbie for a few of those years. How about that? Any guess on what a bronie no, is? Yeah, I'm sure it's a, Do you want to get... If it, is it probably some uh, creepy... Somebody dressing up like a pony, like a guy who dresses up like pony or something?
2: Brony, uh... uh. Yeah. Uh, a, a man you who sicko. is a fan of the My Little Pony television no program way. and range of toys. You just made this segment about
3: Forgotten Five toys just just debaucherous, you creep. Number three.
0: What would your brony name be, Gus? <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> Gus.
3: <laughs> Pez. No, I think we
2: got to go back to the brody name generator.
3: First... Uh, Put out as a breath mint in, in 27, but in 48, creators turned it into a candy and then created the little Pez dispenser to dispense the little Pez bricks. And that was when the dispensers took on pop culture characters like Batman, Mickey Mouse, Wonder Woman. 60, let's see, 3 billion individual candies each year still being sold. And they keep about 60 or 70 dispensers in production. So Pez. Number four. I don't, I don't
2: know. That's really a... Yeah, uh, I know.
3: I think the, the the dispensers are the key there. I think the key. That's, but I'm with you. Uh, it's a little mechanical box that you can play with, I guess, once you're done with the candy. Or keep refilling it with candy. Uh, number four, pogo stick. Don't know the real origins of that, but uh, it was started, patented in the early 20th century, and it's just exactly what you we know of. just sort of a general toy that's been out there for you know, jumping around. Finally, number five is right up your alley, dude. I think this is your vote. If I had to guess that the one you would vote for number five transformers,
2: that's a forgotten toy.
3: Hasbro introduced transformers, a toy line of action figures that changed their shape in the mid 1980s. So I was in high school. So just a, you just right yeah. there at the end. Sure. I mean, I, I would I totally buy into it. Took the one to my junior day. prom. Yeah.
0: I would totally buy into that there's a bigger percentage right now of people that think it's just a movie, the movie. franchise or even a show and don't even know that. Here they're you go. A toy.
3: Here you go. To that point, the market of Transformers with an elaborate backstory supported by a Marvel comic book series, cartoon television series, animated movies, electronic games, consumer goods, and even its own cereal, a continuing series of live action blockbuster films, Clint with the latest installment released in 2023, has kept Transformers in the public eye. Do you think recency bias gets Transformers the vote, or do you think that it's older people our ages or whatever that would go nostalgic for something? What do you think
2: wins that? I think... Transformers. So I'm I i do not Pez is not a toy. So yeah, the, I I, got this you. Is, I'm just considering four options here. Next thing
3: you're gonna tell us nachos, not yeah, a Pez meal. is just a snack. Um put that on the list of Aaron Dickens hot topics. Because you can't
0: eat Pez with a fork.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah, um, exactly. The I,
2: I think that I think Transformers has it's had more of a popular culture impact mm-hmm. than the corn popper or a pogo stick, right? What was the other one even? Uh, my this little pony brony, oh yeah, eh, I agree. my little pony i think i don't know the brony
3: thing kind of modernizes that for uh people like you right not from you know oh, i'm aware of the phenomenon
0: <laughs> <Pegasus> for <laughs> all
3: right so transformers it is i'm I'm like you i'm a little surprised that that's not already already in maybe maybe it was
2: yeah
0: I don't so, know I mean, what the corn popper is. I'll be honest. Uh, it's
2: it's really? definitely an older... It's, but, like it's yeah. for a toddler yeah. type. Okay. You just push it around, and these colored balls in this clear dome go... Boop,
3: boop, 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 boop. Because the wheels turn. Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah. I didn't know that's what it was called. I yeah.
3: got
2: yeah. you now. Yep. Okay. Dummy. Uh sorry this and the h flooring center chat line that would be
3: my vote like the the toy on this thing yeah. that connected with me the most would be the corn
2: popper but yeah. I, I wouldn't have a problem with yeah. that getting in there i hope because i, hope I feel problem. like so many people had that growing oh my up. gosh yeah you it, know? Was
3: the, it was the perfect little toddler birthday gift or whatever then the parents are going oh god thanks for the noise that pop, 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 walk around the house with that thing
2: More Tech Talk next.
1: The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: Hey there. How you going? Happy Thursday. Thank you for making us part of your afternoon with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until... Six o'clock. We'd love to hear from you on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at double T973.com or through the double T973 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Um, this on the chat line, the Scherzer experiment did not work out last night for the Rangers. Don't think his command was great yet. Too many dirt balls thrown. Yeah, that was a big
3: the big one. When, when he, it looked like he had the second out to get out of that bases loaded situation, bounce that breaking ball, and then and then uh the 2RVI hit and that you know it felt like in the 3rd inning he got a little rhythm back and then Altuve got him in the 4th and then you, it's hard to look at that as being a really uh good outing or anything that I mean you, you might have to see if you can build on it but yeah it's, it's hard to um uh, it's hard to attach a whole lot of excitement to that
2: somebody says I feel like Dunning should be starting instead of Heaney.
3: Yeah I wondered about that um uh, if if maybe they're they're pairing those two, you know, try to get a couple innings out of Heaney. I, I'll be I'll be interested to see how that goes. I wonder if they're if they're attaching some left on left to uh, to uh, trying to neutralize Jordan. You know, may, maybe I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm and that's it may be the kind of thing that you we could pick up in a uh, pregame interview type situation. But yeah.
2: Somebody else says Josh hitting a tank right after the color guy said Josh Young, Red Raider, that went eighth overall, was it? Chef's Kisses. That's from <laughs> TN Raider. You're exactly right. Uh, Duffin Houston says, Is Baron full go this week? Boy, I hope so. Might find out more tonight. Yeah. Um, suspect that, uh, I mean. My guess is that no matter what the actual situation is, you, you'll get kind of noncommittal or vague statements about the quarterback situation. Um, I, you know, I think there's plenty of chatter out there that um, that, that Baron Morton isn't going to play this weekend or isn't going to start. I, I have no idea how accurate that chatter is because that same chatter would have told you before the Houston game right that uh you know he had a knee injury when right that was never the case um so who knows i guess we'll find out on saturday unless mcguire is feeling especially forthcoming tonight on red raider football with joey mcguire um someone says halls of fame ad yep uh raiders dad did gus just drop the f-bomb here here I don't
3: think so. No, I was trying to, I was stumbling through the, the forgotten five. So I don't know how it came out, but that was the, uh, that was, I was trying to,
0: I think it was, it wasn't dropped. It was more like fumbled and caught at the last. Absolutely.
3: It was,
2: it was, it was quickly, uh, clarified. Yeah. Uh, Pez dispensers were designed to be like a lighter supposed to help people quit smoking. Wow. How
3: about that? Really?
2: Didn't say that in the uh, Forgotten
3: Five interesting Toy Hall of Fame description, but I'll I uh, hear it. I need you. a Pez break. It does have the same. It does have the same sort of flick your thumb and the little yeah little candy popped out there.
2: Why don't you ever see more like Scooby Doo lighters, right, or like yeah. Peanuts lighters, like probably Pez yeah. dispenser?
3: You probably, know, probably probably Just... trying to keep the.
0: Uh, do you have a Hulk lighter? Car- want Cartoon, yeah.
3: uh, Cartoon figure away from the uh, that situation,
2: maybe? Well, I don't know. All I've got is a Berenstein Bears one. Mm. Mm.
0: Transformers, lighters in disguise.
2: This in the chat line, uh, Steven says, Speaking of noise, someone got my three-year-old a drum set for his birthday this year. Mm. Nice. That's terrible. Uh, this in the chat line... Tom Brady won another championship as part of as part owner of the Vegas Aces. How about that? Yep. Uh, someone has this. This I think is from Robert. Ad, too bad your Astros didn't go down 0-3. Yeah, I'm, I. Too bad your Yankees aren't in the playoffs. Uh, someone Ooh. else says this. Oh. <laughs> Whoa! Hey, well, just, I was just, oh. I was trying to be empathetic. I wish that his team had had made the postseason yeah. instead of finishing below five hundred. Oh wow! The details just keep coming out. Well, no, it's just you know it's tough for those small market teams, <laughs> you know. And He's just cracking wise today, is not he? I was wrong actually. They they were eighty to an eighty. I don't want know, to besmirch the stuff, sure. uh-uh. the so, plucky actually, New York Yankees. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know they were in a really tough division. Um, you know, the Orioles and the the Rays and the Blue Jays all won like what, one combined <laughs> postseason game this season. Yep. That's a murderers row, man.
0: I'm really looking forward to next year's, you know, classic underdog story of the New York Yankees. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. And the Red Sox, don't, yeah, don't, both of them with
3: 8 trillion dollar payrolls. What well, America Those
2: will root for the Yankees is kind of a plucky underdog story much <laughs> like we root for the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I agree. it's
2: that's what it's about, man. It's like those small market teams that are just, you know, have a hard time, um, you know, finding success. And and more often than not, they trip <laughs> over themselves. I mean, Jacksonville um, hired Urban Meyer. You know, um, the Yankees hired Aaron Boone, and the yeah, the Yankees hired Aaron Boone. And they both um, won the same number of championships. So I, I'm I'm pulling for you, Robert, man. I I hope that uh, your team does better for you next year. Uh, this in the chat line. Uh, Morton has to be the emergency backup. You know, it's like we saw Kansas State. Now, granted, they had kind of maybe been building toward this all season. This has, you know, perhaps been more planned than some kind of sudden break glass in case of emergency moment. Um, and you don't have the benefit of that. But, you know, what if they. I mean, clearly they spent a lot of time on the Ninja formation last week. So they're open to, you know, putting in wildly different things week to week. What if they put in a a Brady Boyd package? Right.
3: Some wildcat looking stuff, which I'm sure it would be. And I know, I know we can throw it a little bit. There needs to be some threat of, of the past there, but you know, yeah, we, we, we saw, we saw tech try to defend a couple of those situations with, Safeties in the box and trying to do the thing, and they blocked it up well and sp- sprung their guy. I'm I'm all for Brady Boyd taking some snaps and pulling them and doing some things on the ground. Chew that chew that BYU operation up and uh, eat some clock and quieting down that place. Boy, look at Jane Wyman in this episode of Wagon Train. What what's your, what's your guess on the age right here? I know the answer to this. What's your guess?
2: So, I feel like uh, up until like the 70s, um, people looked a lot older than they actually were in films and movies. Mm-hmm. So, I think she looks early to mid-40s. I'm going to say 37.
3: Well, I think you are I was going to put her right at 40. Let's see, birthday. So, we're going to assume 58. 59 in this episode we can just look season one season two 559 we're going to go with about 41 42 that's she was born in 2017 dickens 58 the pride of uh there you go 41 years old okay
0: 2017
3: wow pride of saint joseph missouri which is uh chuck hines country out there that's kind of that's that's kind of up there where chuck's from big city man more tech talk next
1: the podcast that finishes your work day in a very red raider way this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by Cantex roofing and construction
2: hey there how you going it's tech talk on double t 97.3 and double t 97.3.com with gus and clint i'm aaron Joining you today until 6 o'clock, we'll have Red Raider football with Joey McGuire coming up at that time uh, as the Red Raiders prepare to travel to Provo, Utah, They'll take on BYU on Saturday. Uh, We'll have that game, of course, for you here on Double T 97.3. Pre-game coverage starts at 7 with Optimum Game Day Live. Uh, This on the chat line from Brennan. Brady Boy, the next great version of Ryan Tannehill. I'll take it. LBK Realtor 23 says, AD's age theory is true. This is a high school photo of E.J. Holub.
3: Yeah. He looked about 37 in that photo. Grown man.
2: Big old strong hands. Uh, Tough, tough. This person says, I'm sick of losing to Kansas State. (laughs) Okay. I hear you.
3: I join you in that emotion
2: because it's I, I understand I agree with you and it's because there's nothing there's nothing tangible about Kansas State that as a program that would translate to having lost what seven of the last eight right. or whatever it is whatever obscene number it is, there's nothing tangible there.
3: You don't you don't look at them and see this, uh, uh, you know, huge facility advantage, budget advantage. Uh, yeah, I mean they're not. Th- yeah, they're there yeah there's there's nothing about them that I mean that that's kind of been a burr under people's saddles over the last twenty years or so, just in the sense that like, hey, why can't we have what they have? You know, because
2: they're they're a lot like us. Ten of the last eleven. No, I'm sorry. That's even worse. Uh, 12 of the last 13 now.
0: Eight in a row, 12 of the last 13.
2: Yeah, thank you, Clint. I appreciate that. Appreciate that uh, so much. Um, and I'm not... I don't say that to slight Kansas State. If anything... Right. Sure. And, and maybe K-State fans wouldn't agree with this, but if anything, I, I view it as a compliment. There have certainly been years, don't get me wrong, where they've had better players than you, top to bottom, right? Where, like last year, for example um you know deuce fawn malik knowles i mean they, they had multiple nfl players you weren't there yet um they had the better best players that you did no doubt but for the most part again 12 of the last 13 years eight in a row again you don't look at them across the way and go oh man we we're in trouble we don't have what they have right yeah, like exactly. you do sometimes against texas or oklahoma sure or some years with Baylor or TCU or Oklahoma State. Um, they have beat you largely by sitting back, playing their game, and letting you beat yourself. And 12 times in the last 13 years, you have done just exactly that. Over and over and over again. It is it is Lucy and Charlie Brown with <laughs> the football eight years in a row. And we sit here and talk about it. Like This is not some secret. Wait, I just got here. Well, but I'm like last know, I'm, week. I'm kidding. <laughs> last week, how many times did we say, "Don't beat yourself"?
3: Oh yeah. Of course, we. Yeah, we were also. We've also had a narrative all year long, like just keep the quarterbacks healthy. Could we just have a year, or we could just get through a season with, you know. And not only do we not have a number one on the field, we don't have our number two on the field. So we'll say number 2 is really number
2: 1, blah blah blah. Well, I mean, All I Saturday that, it looked a lot like number 2 to me. Um, um
3: number th- yeah, yeah. Mm. That was a poop joke. Um <laughs> thank you. Well, nice. He used a lot of poop references yesterday. I did. I think I it used my my October quote. You need to turn it down.
2: Um
0: I used the entire digestive track.
2: So, yeah, I I get it, man. And it's in Iowa state was the same thing. Right? I mean, l- luckily you uh You kind of knocked that monkey off of your back last year. Um, But but their dominance over you, where they won, uh, what, six of seven, I think, going into last year.
3: Through the Mahomes years. Right? Yeah. Um,
2: It's just, there was nothing about that team that you go, oh my God, they're just overwhelming. You just, again, beat yourself. And... That, that stuff will always be hard for folks to wrap their heads around. Because I think that if you're a fan, if you're an observer, you can understand in a lot of ways, man, we just got... They're just better. They're, they're just better. They're faster. They're stronger. They're bigger. They're deeper. They have more resources. Like the, All that stuff makes sense. Uh, but when you just... You just sit there and let it happen, man. That's that's tough to take. Love to get your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at double-t973.com or through the double-t973 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Like Avery Johnson, for example, mm-hmm. right? Good young player, period. Very promising young quarterback, period. Uh, will probably get a lot of hype going into next year um, as the presumptive starter at Kansas State. Deserved, period. As we sit here right now, in October of 2023, he's not 2005 Vince Young. No. Right? Like, he's, he's not 2012, I think it was, Colin Klein. No reason why you should have been punked the way that you were by a true freshman not that long removed from being in high school for five touchdowns. And yet, (laughs) here we are. We'll have Red Raider football with Joey McGuire coming up at 6 o'clock on Double T97.3. And then following that broadcast, we'll go right into coverage of Game 4, of the American League Championship Series between uh, the Texas Rangers and the defending world champion, Houston Astros. Rangers lead that series two games to one. Uh, game five will be tomorrow. 3.30 uh, is when our coverage will start tomorrow on sunny 97.7. You uh, you pump for your road trip tomorrow? Um, yeah. You, you already packed some snacks? No,
3: um... Uh... You know what I'll probably do? I'll probably uh, I'll probably holster up a uh, a tube of uh, spree, maybe a couple—one for the down trip, one for the back trip. Yep. That's that's about how I roll.
2: What's your go-to snack? Road trip snack? There, the, Clint? the
3: challenge is for me to get the spree like past like post. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: like, there are always sunflower seeds involved. Yeah, that's good. I got a thing um, of
3: pistachios. I'll probably
0: take those. The the chips will change it's usually something like a like a like a takis or something like that
2: you gotta you gotta try uh fritos and bean dip next time in the car that's so good, that's good. That's part, in the car Doritos oh, yeah. and bean dip too that's in the car. car just so we're in the clear. car just so we're clear yeah, in, in the, car. the car nice your parent your family loves you <laughs> not as much during it's more like after more tech talk next <laughs>
1: It's every Red Raiders' favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: Hey there. How you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double t 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6. We'd love to hear your thoughts and your comments on the H Flooring Center chat line at Double t 97.3.com. Someone asks uh this section from, from tyler uh gus are you packing the beer bat
3: probably Ooh. should uh, that's a thought I really don't i mean I, I don't know how much of a just a raging party this will be but just to take the well, just I mean, have the
2: beer bat you're gonna handy. need some refreshment at some point
3: yeah i just want the beer bat handy i mean it's the as beer raging bat as is uh, the beer bat is been stellar on the last two tailgates both beer bats have made appearance and and uh this past time there was a keg so it's perfect good good right on for keg beer I mean it you the 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 big 12 conference and the Texas Rangers can be proud of how
2: those beer bats have been put to repeated use this in the chat line do you think that Dave Aranda has shown that he is incapable of doing the job?
3: Um, mm, no, I, I, I don't I mean the way that text is worded. The answer is no. Cause he's got a big 12 championship on his resume, right? Now, if you want to ask me, is Dave Veranda capable of, of leading a turnaround of that program or writing the ship or he's probably capable of it. Will it happen? I don't know. I, I uh, I, I, uh, I would probably be a shade skeptical.
2: I think that Dave Aranda is better suited to be a power conference head football coach in a pre NIL pre transfer portal environment. I think he would would be very very good under those settings, and you know his Big Twelve championship in two thousand twenty one. Um, you know, was in the infancy of a lot of those things. I don't know that we truly grasped how large mm. their impact would be. And certainly, for the most part, the roster that he put on the field that season at the beginning of the year was largely not shaped at all by the Transfer Portal or NIL. Um and I, I just I don't think that right now and maybe they're maybe they're catching up. And, and maybe they have started that process and the results are kind of lagging behind their their movement in those areas, which I think is very, I don't know, reasonable to think. Um, but, yeah, I think it's fair to question if, if he can make it work under these parameters. I agree with you. He has shown that he is capable of doing the job. But I don't know if his, uh, his processes, his approach are um, – like perfectly geared for this college football environment. That's
3: that's a that's a it's a great point because the 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 it, and and we may also uh, not know yet how uh, how much of an impact you know Coach McGuire took. I mean himself. It was a key part of that staff and what eleven wasn't it? I mean it didn't wasn't like ten or eleven people. Now I know some of those are equipment and whatever else, but. I mean, I I'm not going to sit here and say he gutted it, gutted that program, but there may have been some key components that left with Coach McGuire that are, you know, that affect them, and, and you know, it, we can probably look at it over the over the past two years and go, yeah, it kind of has been a little, you know, it's kind of been trending downward, maybe a little too soon to measure the impact of some staff member, you know, like because the recruiting and that stuff maybe hasn't fully fleshed itself out yet, but. I mean, you you talked about, I don't know when it was, probably on the week leading into Baylor, that their recruiting class, their upcoming recruiting class, isn't some kick-butt deal, right? Correct. Yeah, Yeah, I mean... I mean, because I I would perceive it that Coach Aranda was a little bit of the outsider relative to Coach McGuire who had all the Texas ties and the, the high school connections and all that stuff. And so when that left, I'm sure there's plenty of high school connections and Texas ties remaining on that Baylor staff, but it may, have, it may have gutted them.
2: Dave Aranda is a very interesting person. I really appreciate his um, kind of philosophical approach to things. Easy for me to say when he's not the coach of the team that <laughs> yeah. I follow um, and you know hasn't won a, a home game against a power conference opponent in a calendar year. And I'd probably feel differently if I was a Baylor fan. But as as a non Baylor fan, I, I really appreciate um, his approach. But I don't know that that would play great with, you know, getting out and meeting people yeah. and interacting with people. Um, and I think that your point is spot on. I think I think McGuire kind of fits that perfectly. Like he he kind of made up for that weakness. With the random, not just in terms of coaches, not but everything like that, that's, um, and that's also something that you can't fake, right? Like, I'm an introvert. I don't think this comes as any surprise to anybody that listens to this show. Um, my wife is the opposite, right? She she recharges by being around people and interacting with people, yeah. and she you know, interacts with people in her job because she recruits. And uh it, it fits her to a T. I could not do that in a million years. <laughs> There's no level of training, right? There's no level of, of classes that can make you into a people person if yeah, you're not. Sure. And Dave Aranda, who seems really nice and really intellectual and really thoughtful and empathetic isn't doesn't come across as a people person you know
3: probably very interesting to talk to i mean like it's like there's a lot of a lot of attributes that that i would assign to him that i would guess are present but you know just the like i wouldn't think hey tim how the heck are you yeah dave aranda in your living room you know closing uh probably have to be a special type of kid to when was the last time you think Dave Aranda
2: told a dirty joke? <laughs> that's what I mean. Like the whole,
3: yeah. Doesn't, doesn't yeah. seem like a not seem like a golf course guy. If that was you know, if that's right Not that that's going to be stellar with, but stellar with uh, uh, recruits. But you know, go schmooze donors and all. Interesting, absolutely. Hey, we're is,
0: playing the dragons, huh? <laughs>
3: As uh, as you and I watched the first out of this game where we're talking about the, the temperature of the, at Phoenix, now the roof's closed, what'd you say, 104, 104. right now? Uh, Astros-Rangers tonight, roof open.
2: Knock, knock. Who's there? Appreciate it. Uh, Tara. Tara who?
1: Tara McClose off. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at Double T 97.3.com.